0: All right, let me pray. And like I said in this class, especially in philosophy class, but in here as well, you don't have to pray with me if you don't want to. Sometimes I'll offer it up. Anybody out there want to pray? Learning and practicing corporate prayer can be helpful because sometimes you're going to be asked or you'll want to pray a blessing over a group. Right? Um, I don't pray just because I'm allowed to at a Christian school. I need help teaching. (laughs) I ask the Holy Spirit to help me. I feel like he's gifted me as a teacher, so I want to use that gift to honor him. And so it's more than just, I need your attention, let's pray. This is, dear God, help me teach. (laughs) Help us to learn. Help us to make use of this time. Fair enough? So that's where we're going. Uh, If you want to join me, feel free to. If you don't want to pray, you don't have to. Just don't distract those of us who do. Jesus, thank you for a chance to be here and to do this. Bless our efforts here to learn and to grow. Thank you for a class like this Shakespeare class and for the personalities and energy and, and just what's in this room. Thank you for birthdays. And uh, just guide us in truth and love. Bless our discussion here as we get into building a loving classroom environment. And um, thanks for who you are, for bringing this group together right now and how you've set this up pray all this in your name and in the power of your spirit, Jesus. Amen. Okay. Like I said, we we got a block day today. It'll be a lot of talking in some respects and discussion. I want to share something that's on my heart. I want us to look at the Kingdom Community Packet concept conceptually. Um, in philosophy class, we're going to focus more of the details on the packet, on how to make a safe room. For sharing worldview, philosophy, and religion and beliefs. In this class, especially since Twelfth Night is all about love, the focus is going to be love all day today. A lot of discussion, a lot of time to share and chat and think. I'm going to shut the door. Okay. <laughs> That's going to drive my ADD insane. Um, and so, I just want to jump into the conversation today by pitching something to you. I would love for this classroom to be loving. Like, that's the reputation. 20 years from now, yeah, I had this crazy Shakespeare teacher. You know what I remember about the class? I just felt safe and I felt loved. Like, if that's all you remember, I'd actually be really happy. (laughs) And what's so strange is that that's so rare even at a, especially maybe at a Christian school, when we are supposed to be known for our what? <laughs> Love. <laughs> How ironic, right? So I want to put up on the screen this, and uh, it's the Kingdom Community Packet. But give me maybe five or ten minutes to unpack a few thoughts, and then we're going to look at this sheet. Then you're going to have some time to fill it out. Then we're gonna talk about it. Then we're gonna share as a group about it. And then we'll kind of wrap it up. Our goal is to talk about the fact that I cannot legislate love. I can't legislate kindness. I can't make you do this. But if we spend some time talking about it and I invite you into it and you choose to, it's amazing what can happen in a high school classroom. I'm just always blown away by it. I I love it, right? Ultimately, when you come back on Friday, If someone in the room shows up with a piece of art or a piece of paper that they were inspired, they doodled or drew something or did something that has love on it, the concept of love of 1 Corinthians 13, then that will be our community code that we all sign. Because we're all going to sign something say that we agree to be loving. If you don't want to agree to be loving, you can get in a different class then. like Go take another English class. I'm not being mean. I'm just saying, like, this room, we're all going to agree and choose to be as loving as we can. So if you're not that, then go somewhere else. Fair enough? It's not a threat. It's just a practical reality because that's how my class operates, is we are all going to choose to do this to the best of our abilities. So again, if someone comes with something for us to sign, great. If none of you show up with something on Friday that you were inspired for, We'll probably just sign one of these, or we'll write love on a pink piece of paper and sign it or something. Right? We'll, we'll figure something out. But it comes from this. You heard uh, Mr. Hogan talk about kingdom community. You read the kingdom community packet. I've already talked about a whole bunch. I'm not, like I said, not going to go through the details, but let me just give you a few things conceptually speaking. First off, at a Christian school, the Lord's Prayer. That's pretty ecumenical. Which denomination of Christianity supports the Lord's Prayer? All, all of them. Like, if you're not going to pray the Lord's Prayer, what, what's going on? Like, where are you on this, the spectrum of believers, right? So, this is the nice thing is it's super inclusive. Almost everybody trusts it, and pretty much everybody knows it. So, if God steps down on our planet and He says, Hey, who wants to follow me? Okay, you guys will follow me? Great. And they're all asking him about prayer. like, prayer? Oh, yeah, that's right. People pray to God all the time. And I guess I'm God in the flesh. Uh, you want to pray? Here's how you should pray. Check this out. Look what two words will do for kingdom community. Our dad. We literally could just stop right there and imagine if the world, if you and I, if just this room, we just did that. Our dad. I'm calling him dad, you're calling him dad, that makes us what?
1: Siblings.
0: Yeah, brother and sister. Yeah, the monks and the nuns were totally onto something. Like not joking, like they really are. They all call each other brother and sister because they literally, not metaphor... See, I gotta keep saying this. We do a lot of metaphors and similes in the English class, right? That's not metaphor and simile. They would say that because we really are what? If we're calling the same person dad, then we're all brothers and sisters. You know what? Imagine if we just started doing that at Weedon Academy. Sister, sister, brother, brother. Now, I know there's families where siblings treat each other like jerks. Well, that's not the point. I'm one of nine children. I love my family. Yeah, we have differences, and we sure are different. But I would do anything for my brother or my younger sister. I love her. I treat her well. I treat her with dignity and respect. I don't mock her. I don't make fun of her. I don't bully her. I don't tease her. I don't put her down. I want her to succeed. Right? Because we're what? We're family. Just that. Like two words. I wonder how many Christians actually get it. God wants us to call each other brother and sister. And by the way, what does that make Jesus? He's praying our Father as well. So if Jesus was in the room, he'd be our what? Jesus is your older brother. Not metaphorically, actually literally. Isn't that cool? You're one of the fam. Does God play favorites? No. No. We saw what happened with Joseph's family when that <laughs> that didn't go so well right? the old rainbow coat thing uh, God doesn't play favorites so how did God treat his oldest son Jesus hooked him up really blessed him right took care of him so what does he want to do with you the younger sister Bless me. he wants to give you everything that the father gave Jesus he wants to do with who We're co-inheritors with Christ. We're family. I I wonder how many of you are actually simply just processing that right now. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you're tired. Maybe you're overwhelmed. I would love for you to maybe just catch just, just that. Imagine if the 9 billion people on the planet just treated each other like brothers and sisters. What would go away? Right? And what would come in to our global family. My Buddhist brothers and sisters, my Hindu brothers and sisters, all the different colors, all the different nationalities, we're actually one family. If you didn't catch Romeo and Juliet, like that was the whole point. They think that they're two families fighting each other when they're actually just what? They're one family. Fighting each other. Hamlet, all the deaths happen in the living room because the family's fighting each other. Anyways, <laughs> I think it would be so great. Imagine you walk in here and it felt like you were walking into family time. And we actually treated each other like a loving family. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done where? Where? on earth as it is in heaven let me summarize the whole concept of kingdom community into a couple of sentences is there any gossip in heaven so no gossip here any racism in heaven No any sickness in heaven no so what did Jesus when Jesus saw sickness since he brought the kingdom with him what did he do with sickness he kicked it up 5,000 people are really hungry don't have food is anybody going hungry in heaven no, so all the rich people, what do you do with your money? Down here, if we want heaven to come here, what should you do with your money? What's the whole point of having money? So you can share it so that there's nobody starving in heaven, so we'll have nobody starving here, right? Nobody's sick in heaven, nobody's sick here. No demonic impression, No, no demonic oppression in heaven, let's no, kick out all the demons. Is there any anxiety in heaven? No? So what should we, if we're going to have a kingdom community, there's no anxiety in heaven, so what are you going to do with anxiety here? Get rid of it. it. The whole point of the kingdom community is to make heaven happen at Wa, Which, by the way, anybody want to go to that school? That'd be pretty sweet. And then if you're like, yeah, but that's impossible. No, it's not. It's the whole point, you guys. It's the whole point. (laughs) That's why he said to pray it. And that's why he filled you with his spirit. Jesus did it. And he's like, I did it. And I showed you how. And then like, so it's like, okay, so now you go do it. Well, we can't. Oh, that's right. You can't. Um, How about this? I'll give you my spirit. Then you can do it, right? Wait. Logical progression. (laughs) Jesus has the power to live the kingdom. Yes? Within him. So does he do it? Yeah. Then so he shows you how to do it, and he says go do it. And you're like, yeah, but, oh, that's right. How about this? I'll give you my spirit, so now can you go do it? Yeah, <laughs> right? Does that make sense? Are we tracking? It'd be like if you like if some kid wants to be like Superman, Superman can what? Fly, right? As then you go to Superman school, you should at least be able to do what when you graduate? but the only way you're going to fly at Superman's school is if you have Superman's what? Power. power. Well, okay. So how about when you graduate? How about freshman year, you all get Superman and Superwoman's power so that you can do what? Power. Exactly. Otherwise, the school's a sham, right? Like, it's a total fake. Imagine just getting a cape when you graduate. So I'm not sure if you guys are, like, catching the whole point of this school in some respects. We'll bring heaven here like yeah but i don't know no no imagine how you will behave when you're in heaven will you be gossiping in heaven will you be lying in heaven will you be a jerk in heaven no why now seriously why no sin in yeah because there's no sin in heaven and because you'll be made whole and complete in christ and then you get to live you get to be the best you in heaven yeah why wait Jesus is like let's not wait let's do it when right now oh that's right no sin how about this I'll take away all your sin and I'll make you a new creature and I'll fill you with my spirit so that you can behave like you will in heaven later just behave like that when now good that's kingdom community everybody got it so what can we all choose to do at least in this classroom behave how we would what in heaven when And then that thy kingdom would actually do what then? Come when? Where? There we go. Everybody got it? Good. Here's the interesting thing. If you don't want that, well then go somewhere else. This is what we want at our school. Does anybody want that, by the way? Do you want to be your best you now, not just later? Imagine if we all did that. Imagine if we all behave like we will behave in heaven. We just did that now. Then here would feel like what? it would be so great. Actually, it is great. It's amazing when we choose to do it. Can you force people to do that? Oh, no, that's philosophy class. So that's why there's free will. And if you don't want to be in heaven or behave like you're in heaven, you can go somewhere else and behave that way. Yeah? But is there anybody who wants to do that? Cool. Thoughts, questions, or comments? Yeah. I, I love the way you phrase that. Everybody catch what he's saying? How do I choose not to sin? Perfect. And I have a sinful nature. So what, is, what did God do with your sinful nature? Fight. Well, no, what did he do with it? He killed it. So the Tyson's sinful nature is dead. So you're now a new what? You're a new creator, creation, right? Any of you in the room who's in Christ, don't believe the lie. Satan wants you to think that you're a sinner and you have a sinful nature. Do you have a sinful nature anymore? No, it's gone. So you don't have a sinful nature anymore. Yeah? so That's good, right? And um, can you choose to not sin? Yeah, great. And if you're like, but it's so hard, well, ask the Holy Spirit to help you, can he? Great. So is this possible? Sweet. Let's go. Yeah? I mean, do you guys, this is why you're at the school. It's like, did I... Any heresy there or did I just like basically quote like six scriptures in a row? (laughs) Your your old self is dead. You're a nuke. Read Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. Like you're dead, 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 dead. Can the dead Tyson really bother you? No, it's what? You're dead. How much power does the dead thing have over you? No, that's why it's called necromancy. When you bring your dead self back to life, it's necromancy. Stop necromancing. That's bad. Yeah. I almost just made a pun, but it's okay to romance, not necromance. Yeah. That was a really bad pun, but it's Shakespeare. Let's go. Is that? Are we piecing it together there? And I'm not saying necessarily this is easy. On one hand, surrender to Christ, believe, get let go of the lies, and start living in your true self. That's like the whole point. That's really good news, isn't it? Or, no. Yeah, I think it's really great news. Might <laughs> not be be the best you now instead of waiting sixty years. You know, and struggling your way through it. Yeah.
1: I guess my question would be, if it's if we can have the same community that there is in heaven, then why why would we need heaven? But like, I would say that the whole point of having heaven is that that is the perfect human community. Yeah. And so that we can't really achieve that here on earth.
0: Well, did Jesus? Show us how to achieve it here.
2: Yes.
0: Great. Can, here's, here's the tension. Can Jesus just make everybody love him? Yes. We well, he can make you love. Is forced love love? No. By the way, we use, it starts with an R and ends with an E and has a P in it. What's forced love? It's called rape. Forced love is not cool. At all. Is God going to force you to love him? Uh, No way. Now, that's forced sexual love. But just think of anything. Can you parents make you love them? Does that work? By the way, we get that, don't we? Do you think God gets it? So can he force his kingdom to come if it's a kingdom of love? No. So he has to invite people in, which he also has to create a space where people have been rejected. I think that's earth, right? We're not in hell. We're not in heaven. We're where? In the middle, on earth. (laughs) Tolkien, whatever. (laughs) Do you see the tension then? The tension is Jesus says, hey, I can bring my, you don't have to wait. I can bring my kingdom down here. Does anybody want it? Oh, like six of you? Okay, let's go, (laughs) right? Let's see if anybody else wants it because everybody else who doesn't, can we force them to have it? I mean, this is the classic scenario for 400 years with this racial, racial situation. We can make laws, we can stop the slaves, we can, you know, try to make people include each other. Can, can we make people love each other? No, that's where we are as a country, is we're realizing that this racism is all still around, because you can't make people love each other. You can't put a, you can't make a law about that. But we can make laws about what we see people do, but we can't make a law about changing people's hearts. Yeah? That's when it actually will go away, right? When we actually love each other for real. Is that helpful? that answer it a little bit? Cool. You had a thought, and then you had a thought? Yeah? This trot? Is the perfect kingdom community really attainable then? Or is it just something we strive for? Yes. If it's not attainable, then why did Jesus come to do it? Like
2: here on earth. Like it's attainable here
0: on earth. Well, if this is what, this is actually, let's give it up right there, real quick. Ready? What does Satan want you to believe about that? No. What does Jesus want you to believe? Yeah. Who are you going to listen to? He's now, here, here's the key. Ready? Here's the key to it. Let's just, let's just say in this classroom. Is creating a loving environment for everybody in this classroom? Possible. Well, when you look at this list, could everybody choose to be patient? Can you choose to be kind? Can you choose to not envy? Can you choose to not boast? You notice that this whole list, you can choose all of these. Did that say that you have to choose to feel good about everybody? <laughs> no. Did it say that you have to choose to like everybody? No, because you can't sometimes choose those things. Does that make sense? This list, everybody could choose. So on the planet, if you, ha- if you have free will philosophy class, how about this? In this classroom, could we all choose it? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, okay. Huh? I don't know. Who's that up to? Wow. And you're, you and God have to decide that, right? Do you see what's happening right now? Do you see why we're taking a full class period to talk about this? on some level. It's like, I can't make you make this a really fun loving classroom experience. But, could you guys choose to do that for every single person in the room? Cool! Anybody want to do it? I, I don't know. It's really fun when we do it. Sorry, I tried a new mess today. It's driving me insane. I might need to switch back to the old one. Is that helpful? Did answer it? You guys are, by the way, it's like what? 11 in the morning, like three days into school and we're having this conversation. This is insane, you guys are awesome. We haven't even started Shakespeare yet, like, right? So nice work. But part of why I wanna do this is when we get into these awesome stories, if it is safe and loving and kind, what can we talk about? What can we discuss? What can we do? It's amazing, it's so cool, right? I've seen it happen you had your hand up
1: so like back to the love thing like how you can't or like god can't like force us to love anything
0: like i was i forget what verse is but it's like he like made us in our mother's womb like i mean if he made like like all the stars all the planets he made our personalities made everything like isn't it pretty inconceivable that he
1: couldn't force us to love each other or love X,
0: Y, and Z. Yeah, and I love that tension, right? Like, could he make it so that we're wired to love each other? Mm-hmm. Yes, and technically speaking, like, let's give it up right there. You guys are this is insane. <laughs> Not even philosophy class. We're really doing all the philosophy stuff. <laughs> right? Like, just wait in philosophy class. Like, that's, like, the main, one of the main lessons. If we have free will, then we have to be free to say no to love, which means that we're free to say yes to love. But couldn't he wire us so that we want to say yes to love, and that we, and let's 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 practically speaking, isn't that what the Garden of Eden is? Is he made us for love and for relationships, so it was natural to choose it? And then you brought up that D word, right? Or was it which one? Was it depraved? No, nature, sinful, the S word. There's going to be a lot of words in this class. Uh, the F word. That's the fun. That's what fun. All right? so. But like. You, you, I think we were made for it, mm-hmm. and then we chose to not do it, which like shifted something, mm-hmm. and so we need some help, God saving us, to shift us back to a natural state of loving. Does that kind of fit the gospel message? Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. But could He force us to shift back? Part of is like, sure. John Donne, he's a pastor poet wrote this uh uh, sonnet called batter my heart three person god anybody heard of that sonnet right he's like break my heart crush me like take me to you so that i love you because for some reason i'm not loving you right now and i want to but i need you to like make me love you yeah i think there's i think that's all in there yeah like it's Mm -hmm. it's not like a yes or a no it's just like yes to all of them is that helpful? Mm-hmm. That's why love is so crazy. Like we've had 4,000 years of recorded history. Has anybody figured out love yet? <laughs> well, this class. But nice, nice work, nice catch. Is this helpful to process a little bit? I think it's really important to connect it right now to COVID and to the global awakening. Someone said to me, because I'm a Bible teacher, a philosophy dude, and teach literature, and they're like, "Yeah, isn't it amazing to see what it, this?" global awakening and this COVID thing has caused in our culture? I'm like, caused? It didn't cause anything. It just did what? Yeah, let us see it all. Revealed it, right? It's like an archaeological dig. The bones are all there, and now we just see them, right? All the judgmentalism, it was like, come on, you guys go to this school, (laughs) right? Is there judgmentalism around here? Yeah, now we're just seeing it more. Because it's been there all along. It's just, what are we going to do about it is the issue. It's not like, oh my goodness, now United States of America is racist. It's like, are you kidding? It's been around for how long, right? Now we're just maybe getting another glimpse at it, glimpse, at how deep this goes. I think this is opportunistic. I would never wish for these things on our culture. But my goodness. The redemptive potential right now is awesome, isn't it? So much opportunity for us to choose to, like, go at it. These, we can, like, see the enemy now. Let's, let's fight the enemy and not each other. Hand up.
1: Uh, well, kind of my question is, like, kind of going off that and, like, all the problems that we see that have been around for so long, isn't that the reason that, like, that we look towards heaven to Yeah. Play?
0: yeah, I think out here, not there, it will always be there, right? The option for evil is always present in a worldview that has a creator God with free will. The option. Adam and Eve never had to sin, but was there the option for sin? Yeah, they chose it. Here we are. So this will exist down here. And that goes back to Miss Trott's question, like, will we ever get it? Well, if we ever found a place where nobody chose sin, yeah. <laughs> like, right? I mean, by the way, do we need Satan around for there to be evil? Uh, no, humans are just fine at it, right? So. Yeah, if, like I think
1: this is like really prevalent now. Like, if there's there's no sickness in heaven, how can we just like kick sickness out of the earth? Yeah. Because I'd love to do that. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it be great? Yeah. How do you just? Like, how do you just
0: yeah. get rid of it? Because those are like
1: things, I don't know. I don't know how you just get rid of like that. Well, besides
0: like prayer for healing. Like well, I, well, my dad would, you have a broken leg or a broken shoulder, you'd go in and he'd like cut it open and sew it back together. He's a pretty cool surgeon, right? Was he able to fix? So, no broken legs in heaven, go to Dr. D, he'll fix your leg, right? Which is kind of cool. Or, Jesus showed us another option as well. Medicine is fantastic. God never told Luke to stop being a doctor. He's like, stop being a doctor and be a disciple. He's like, you're a doctor, come be a disciple, <laughs> right? Like, whatever, <laughs> right? So that's amazing to use your gifts of reconstruction in a body. That's so cool. Or, hey, leprosy, go away, and it just leaves. <laughs> how cool is that, <laughs> right? Jesus just showed us how to do it. Yeah? which is great. So if you want to know how to do it, well, that's why, we, that's why we, if you want to be a Bible freak or a Jesus freak, that's why we love the Bible. you're like, what did Jesus do? And how, that's the discipleship class. For me, the premise of discipleship class is what did Jesus do? How did he do it? Let's go do it. Let's go practice. We practice violin. We practice soccer. How many of us have practiced praying for healing? Let's get, let's get out there and practice. Peter practiced walking on water. He actually did it. Pretty cool. <laughs> so like, you've never walked on water because you never tried. At least give it a shot, right? Once. I think we just need to step into like practicing, praying for healing, kicking out demons, getting rid of anxiety through the shalom of heaven. right? How did Jesus do it? Lots of love and then the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, for him, kicking out demons, he's like, demons go. And they, they what? They left. They left. Sweet. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. Hand up? Yeah. So, cool question. Yeah. So, you're saying that, like, like, with the bones and stuff, you're saying it's not necessarily,
2: like, healed. It's like, I'll give you a resource to be healed. Oh, I said, so, like, it's both. It could be both, can it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean,.
0: Totally, but I think that's what we should be asking is what's the solution? Well, Jesus showed us a really cool way to bring heaven to earth. Let's at least do that, right? And then let's talk about the fact that we're all empowered by the Holy Spirit through our own giftedness to do what? That. So maybe I'll teach. Maybe someone will be a doctor. Maybe someone's got the Gandalf ministry and they're going to be a wizard. You know, maybe someone's going to have the gift of healing, gift of prophecy, gift of hospitality, right? Let's use them. We hardly ever talk about the gift of healing. Like, well, It's a gift. It's a spiritual gift. Let's go. Someone probably got the gift of healing for medicine, but maybe like COVID be gone. Wouldn't it be cool? Just leave. I mean, if Jesus walked in the room, he'd be like, go away COVID and then we do what? Cool. Please, yeah, and we're all supposed to be like who? But
2: That's because he's Jesus
0: and we're not. Well, no wait. Who's in you? The Holy Spirit. Which is whose spirit? Christ. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in your body. But that doesn't mean we're. Equal. It doesn't mean you're what? It doesn't mean we're equal. Well, oh, of course children. you're not equal.
1: But, but is it the same spirit? But if we truly are instruments for love, then what's stopping us from going out and loving others? Yeah, in the
0: because same way, right? And you, yes. and you mentioned really like
1: animals. even like healing and stuff. Yeah. Like we so like can't.
0: Hey, wait, wait. Let's let's get the conversation going. What was your thought?
1: Well, I I said I said like if we truly are instruments for love and healing, as you were saying, like. For example, I have medical anxiety. I'm super yeah. open about it. Yeah. Like I have to go to therapy for it. I still yeah. have to go to therapy for it. Yeah. Like I can go to therapy while still being a Christian and trusting that God loves me and He didn't want anything bad to happen to
0: me. Hey, let's give it up for vulnerability in class, by the way. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. It's hopefully you feel safe and loved but right I now to be able to share like,
1: I mean, it, it, it. We truly are instruments for love, while stopping us from going out and and loving others and showing how we can heal. Love. I yeah. sound like such a hippie right now, but
0: like- No, but actually that's why we're doing it is the whole point is love. Love is stronger than death. God is love. They'll know we are Christians by our love. The hippies were totally onto something, but they actually stopped short. We need to be hippies times a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> right? And by the way, I've been on meds for anxiety and depression, and you're looking at nine years of therapy. Hallelujah, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all need therapy. If you don't think you need therapy, you probably need it the most. <laughs> so anyway, uh, nobody's laughing. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Well, the case the art, we call God wonderful counselor. Like, what the heck? Yeah. What's the big deal? Some people have been given the gift of knowledge and wisdom. That's why we go to them for counseling. Hallelujah, Right. And this world is filled with things that can create anxiety. And we're all on a journey to navigate our anxiety and depression and stuff. But the goal is that it's not in heaven, so we're gonna work with people to help get rid of it here. And we're on that journey to do it, right? And love will definitely do it. But I think some of the tension that you're, if I'm correct, some of the tension you're saying is, wait, but I'm not Jesus, so I can't do what Jesus did. Well, am I saying that, is that part of it?
1: No, not necessarily, because I know, like, like, obviously, there are people who have, like, healed miraculously and, like, yeah. done miracles on earth. Yeah. But it's not, like, I feel like the strive for Christianity is to be like Christ. But we don't achieve that until we get to heaven.
0: But that's the whole point of this. Uh, this, is this. So here we are half an hour later. And what will we come full circle? What am I trying to teach today? Which, thank you, right? Thank you for this. If we believe it's only for later, then we're missing the Lord's Prayer. We're missing it. Right? But like I said with Superman school, Jesus is asking us to do something that sounds insane because it (laughs) was. It is. It's totally impossible for all of us to go fly right now unless we had superpower. It is impossible for us to bring heaven where? Here. Unless... We have whose power? God's power. And did, some of you are just getting the gospel message right here on Tuesday morning for maybe the first time, <laughs> right? Like the whole the whole point of this is your sins are gone, so I'll see you in heaven. Okay, check. You're saved, sealed for the day of redemption. So now, what are you going to do for the next how many years? Well, I might as well like bring heaven here, right? How? Through love and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Do you have to live that way? No. And then when you die, I'll see you in heaven. The invitation is, does anybody want to do this? I think he got like 12, and then 72, and then 500. And I think it was the first megachurch, 5,000 in the book of Acts. And now here we are all over the planet. Does anybody actually want to do it? What I'm trying to do is, does anybody want to really do it? Like, actually go for it. And that's a lot of that's discipleship class. A lot of that's philosophy class. But I'll tell you right now, at the very least, in my literature class, can we at least be loving (laughs) so that it's safe and fun and we can talk about real things? And if you're like, when are we going to get back to class? FYI, this is awesome. Like, this was the whole point of today's class, was to do this. So we can talk about making... English class like heaven. I mean, maybe you'll come to Shakespeare class and anxiety will all of a sudden. Like, ah, he got healed today. It's totally good. would that be great? Like, bless you, right? Or maybe you'll come and your depression will leave. Or maybe you'll come and that demon who's been tormenting you, you'll get the voice to stop. I've prayed like six of those prayers over students. It's so fun when it stops, right? Maybe you'll come and your leg will get healed. And maybe you'll come and you'll learn about your place in the story. Maybe you'll learn about literature. Maybe you'll learn how to handle drunken fools that you live with, like we learn in Twelfth Night. I don't know, but I just want whatever we're doing to be a loving, safe environment. And let's go bigger than just, i got to learn some stuff for English class so I can pass some tests, which I don't do tests anyway. Nice move. you got to be like... (laughs) I hope it's okay that I used you as an example there. Is that okay? Oh, no. And, and okay. by the way, bless you, bless you. <laughs> Hand up, Ms. Trot. Yeah, sorry. Why do you I keep was apologizing? This is <laughs> the whole point of class. What do you got? I think the thing
2: I'm getting hung up on is, like, when I think of heaven, I think of, like,
0: perfection. Yeah. And technically speaking, unless this was heaven, will it be perfect? No. But let's not believe some lie that says that we can't be filled with Christ and walk in Christ and walk in love and throw off all the sin that's bugging us so we can just like live it right now. Because is that what the Bible says we can do? So let's at least go for it. And if we mess up, whatever we're stuck here on earth and it's already washed off and we say we're sorry and we move forward does that make sense but let's say if we mess up because a lot of people are like when 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 well okay you can say when if you want to that's so unoptimistic (laughs) right yeah paul was like jesus was like let's go how blow the ceiling off of this thing you're in the image of God! How many of you are actually living like you're in the image of God? How am I really doing it? And do I mess up every day? I do still, but I, I would love to get to a place where I don't. Wouldn't that be great if I'm fully surrendered to the Spirit? Cool. And you know, what? if we don't get there, we don't get there, and then we'll die and we'll go to heaven and then we'll be there. Great. But let's at least go for it. Is that helpful? Yeah. Yeah, there's a paradox there, philosophy class, where it's the now and not yet. Have you heard that phrase? Great. But then let's at least go with the now and not yet. Not the, oh well, not yet. (laughs) No, now. Like, let's try now. Yeah. Okay, I do get a little sense like I should make a transition. But that was a really powerful, holy cow, 39 minutes. (laughs) That was a lot. We okay? Nice job. Uh, Let me shepherd the class a little bit. But I love the fact that we were able to just go for it there for a little bit. I love your questions and your comments and your vulnerability and a sharing and pushing and questioning and disagreeing, that's that's what I want. And we haven't even really set the code yet and you guys are already doing it. That says a ton, yeah? Part of what I want to do today was see like, if you're thinking, ooh, it could be this cool, I want you to be like, no, 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 it could be what? Like, this cool, like how far can we go in our little three days, of, you know, three moments a week, right? How amazing would it be if the whole school did this? Uh, right? And then we're all in our giftedness. And, you know, people can all use their different abilities to work together. Body Christ, 1 Corinthians 12, which then gets to what? 13. So let's make the transition. Go team. Transition. So all of that. Discussion is pointing us to how do we make Shakespeare class loving? And by the way, all the double-dippers who are in philosophy right now, we are going to go this direction in philosophy class as well. It's going to be a different focus than just the love page. But a lot of what I just said, we're going to carry into that class. But that's actually a lot of what the class is about. right? We are going to get the Twelfth Night here in a second. All right, so kingdom love. A new command I give you, and that, you know, love one another. And then he says this, the most excellent way to do all the stuff we've been talking about, the best way to do this is love. So you see this sheet, I'm going to put some music on it, I'm going to let you fill it out here for a little while, and then we're going to chat about it. But I want you to consider some of these words. Patient, love is patient. How am I not just going to be patient? How will I be patient in a Shakespeare class with a teacher who writes helmet instead of helmet, Hamlet because he's dyslexic, right? How will I be patient with people who love this class and people who kind of, eh? I don't want to give it all away, but where will we need to be patient with each other in an English class? How about kind? How can we be kind in class? Not envious. Oh, my goodness. I'm gonna say a few things here, but envy in high school is so toxic. When you're envying that person's car, their face, their eyes, their boyfriend or girlfriend, you can envy someone else's family. Right, see where we're going? That destroys, and it's interesting like this, it's okay to want good things. Did everybody get that? That's not envy. You just want good things. Anybody know what envy is? Yeah, I I appreciate it. Envy is actually when, if you don't have it, you don't want other people to have it. Does that make sense? So it'd be like, you've got this really cool hair, right? (laughs) You guys are sitting in the front, I'm so sorry. But it'd be like, I can't do your cool hair, so if I can't have it, then I'm gonna get out the scissors. Yeah, look at that, she's like, ah, bring it, let's go, right? And so I think, you see the difference there? Envy is like, if I can't have it, I don't want you to have it. got to watch out for that. What does that do to the community, right? Versus celebrating each other's stuff, and if I don't have it, it's okay. Not boastful and proud, those sound similar. What's going on? Why did Paul put them both there? Boastful is when you are verbal about your pride. So if nobody in here boasted, could we all still be proud? That's the difference. Okay? Not dishonoring others. I want you to write rude next to that. Love is not rude. Okay, Not self-seeking. I love that Mr. Hogan brought this up about loving ourselves. I used to always pour out, pour out, pour out, pour out, and I, I was never taking care of myself. It doesn't work, right? Here's what's really interesting. Selfishness is not when you love yourself selfishness is when you only love yourself. Everybody catch that? <laughs> Definitely love your, this one pastor said you will love your neighbor as yourself. So Actually he wanted his congregation to really love themselves because he knew that he will what? You will love others as you love yourself. So if I'm a hater, if I hate myself, self-hatred, I'll probably do what to other people? Hate them. Right? That's profound I think if you sit on that. This one's really interesting. Not easily angered. I want to challenge you guys on that one. I grew up thinking anger was a sin. Part of my therapy actually was learning how to be angry at the right things. And I had some great therapists who taught me about anger. I was so afraid to get angry. The Bible says, I actually had someone had to show me, in your anger do not sin. I thought it was like don't ever get angry or you will be sinning. So in this class, I hope we get angry at some things. I want to challenge some of you even with this. If there was a kid torturing a puppy and that didn't make you angry, seriously? You're not angry by that? Okay, fine, maybe you don't care about puppies. What about the 35 year old who pays five bucks to have sex with a 14 year old girl? If you are not angry at sex trafficking, seriously? You're not angry about that? You're not angry about the porn industry that exploits people for their bodies? They probably don't even get any of the money? You're not angry? What's wrong? You should be, right? Right? <laughs> You're not angry at some of the stuff we see on these YouTube clips and in the news? You're not angry? Why not? <laughs> you should be. I think that's why it's been going on for 400 years. We're not what? Angry at racism. <laughs> not the racist but at racism, we should be angry at it, right? (laughs) But in your anger, don't what? Don't sin. That's Hamlet's struggle. Hamlet has to deal with sin without sinning. That is one of the hardest things to do. Oh dear, did we lose it? No, we just did this. How do we not sin when we're angry? How do I stop the bully without bullying the bully? Because if I bully the bully, then I'm a bully. Oh, it's, that's hard, right? I mean, I think we forget this. I had to read it and found out that, did Jesus get angry? Yeah, he, there's a passage there where he made a whip. He didn't just go buy one. Picture the YouTube clip of Jesus cutting the leather and then weaving it together. He made a whip. you think he was like, hey, guys, take out my cool whip. No, he goes in, he's flipping over tables, cracking a whip, because he was so mad that the religious rich dudes were stealing from the poor instead of giving money to the poor. Angry, right? All right, cheers. In this class, we're going to watch some stuff in these plays that should evoke some anger. Does not delight in evil. Oh, sorry, keeps no records of wrongs. How many records of wrongs? Oh my gosh, talking about hard. We were talking about like not perfection. <laughs> oh my gosh, right? Zero records of wrongs. Thank you, Jesus. And then not delighting in evil, but rejoicing in the truth. I was at a Shakespeare play once. It was, well, several, but one of them was really unique. It was Julius Caesar, where Caesar gets stabbed. And we're watching it. I had 20 Wheaton Academy students. We're near the front, which is a really cool spot. And over my back, I can remember it so precisely. Over my shoulder in the back, up on the third level. While Caesar's getting stabbed, they were laughing. What do we laugh at? What type of evils do we think are funny? Yeah, That'll come up a lot in Shakespeare. He puts it all on stage. What are you going to laugh at? Twelfth night, man. It's ripe for it. All right, it's always protecting. Look around the room. Can we create a culture where we protect each other, where we build trust in each other, where we hope for the best for each other, and where we persevere in the midst of masks and distancing and all this stuff to still learn and grow? I've said a lot. How are we doing right now? Are we ready to to transition to something else? So let's do this. I'm going to give you a couple of songs. And if you need to get up and... Go to the bathroom. We kind of do the whole one at a time thing. Is what we're supposed to do there. But I give you a couple songs, and what I want you to do is, on the paper, like actually write out. Now, why do we need this in the class? But how? What will it look like in the room? Not vague. I need to be patient with people in the class. How do you be patient in a Shakespeare class, high school Shakespeare? Does that make sense? What will that look like? Not being rude in class. What does that look like? Okay. Go team. Ready, set, go. All right. I'm going to put on some tunes and uh, I'd like you to fill that out. And then after a couple of songs, we're going to pair and share, like turn and share a little bit. And then we'll probably wrap things up. We still got about a half an hour left in class. Okay. You guys have done a fantastic job. Um, How about we get a little bit of the Beatles to kind of kick it in a little bit. Does that work? All right, fill out the sheet. (laughs) Yeah. What was that? Your TV is about to turn
1: off. Oh. I think
0: you have to click it with the remote. Okay. Where is love. okay? I don't know, but it's like a timeline. Oh, icon. there we go. Oh, I'm Thank you. Turn off the timeline. We're all working out, we're all in this together. All the eyes, all's eyes on. Right? Everybody getting something down. You have to fill the whole thing out, but everybody getting something down? Getting a few thoughts? So good. Yeah, Beatles. Okay. Now we're going to make a transition. Of course, I could give you the rest of the time to fill it up. But I want us to, like, work together a little bit. It was interesting. I was just sitting here processing. First period, our rabbit hole that we went down with spiritual abuse at Christian schools. So there was, like, six kids in class who were chatting about that. That's what came up for them is how at Christian schools, when it's not loving, it so quickly becomes abusive. Teachers, peers, gossip. And we think there's sexual abuse, verbal abuse, physical abuse. Oh, by the way, spiritual abuse is real abuse. This one student shared how because it wasn't safe at the Christian school for his parents, that they chucked their Christianity. They left the school and left Christianity because of the spiritual abuse at that school. I appreciated his vulnerability in class. I mean, you guys are amazing, all this vulnerability, like day three. It's awesome. I love it, right? I hope we keep it safe so we can keep it real. But that was intriguing to me that that's what came up for them. And we spent about almost a half an hour talking about how abusive a Christian culture can be if it's not, if and when it's not loving. Does that make sense? Um, I wanted to put that out there uh, just because it didn't really come up in our discussion, which is fine. But I also want to say, like, that's part of why we're doing this as well. Is we've got to stop that madness of people coming to a Christian school and getting bullied. That should never, ever happen. Ever. Like, zero. Right? I'm not paying let alone sending my own child. My, my daughter and son are going to come here in a little bit. If they get bullied at a Christian school, what the heck is wrong with us, right? Seriously. So I, like, that's one of the things that they were so concerned about. I'm like, me too. We've got to stop that, at least for one class period a day. Anyways, what I want you to do now is turn to each other. And this is a little tricky. I know we've got, the, we've got to keep the distance thing. And you could theoretically move to an empty one since it's been wiped, but we can't like switch tables yet. I think we're going to figure that out. We're not going to use a little spray guy, and or we'll like spray a table and then we can like switch them or something. We'll figure something out, right? But right now, as we're kind of working our way through it, I'd like you to at least turn so that you're talking with one other person. It's probably going to need to be three, maybe a quad if necessary. But let's be really inclusive. Let's make sure that everybody is in a group somehow. And I want you to share what you're writing down, share what you're finding. It's gotta stay practical, otherwise, we're we're kind of wasting our time. It's gotta be like when you walk into second period, we're doing this and we're not doing this, right? I used to do community codes with this works, this doesn't work. So we'll all do this and we're gonna not do that, right? It's almost that simple, isn't it? Ready to set go? I'm going to put on a different song that's not Beatles for this next one. It's about three or four minutes. So it's like it's a little bit of time to care and share. And then, so you did it individually, now you're going to share, and then we're going to share with the whole class. Ready, set, go. All right.
1: You two
0: can share. Feel really like, free to read mine if you You guys can go. Oh, no, you're all alone. She loves sharing. I probably should leave a chair over there. You could go to that one. Look at that, all right. Just do it.
1: <laughs>
0: Holy cow, this class is so chatty. I love it. You guys are awesome. Holy cow.
3: Better.
0: Alright, song's done. Do you want to keep going or are we okay to open it up? I think we're going open it up. Uh, okay, we'll open it up. Look. So that means you kinda need to go back to your spot. Not kind of you need to go back to your spot. I changed my mask. A lot of nobody's asked me yet why is my bow tie untied. But I I'm feeling all I'm feeling safe in the room right now. I've already kind of shared it, but I have sensory stuff. All right, so I can't like actually, when I tie it, I feel like I'm getting choked. So I like, first off, it's the,
3: <laughs>
0: it's the it's the like, yeah, I'm cool. I got the untied bow tie. And really, it's like, I can't tie my bow tie or I'll go insane. Right? That's the untucked thing. It's the loose clothes thing. I'm one of those, right? So yeah, now you know I have sensory issues. I'm dyslexic and I'm totally ADD. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? And I made it, I think. I'm, well, they haven't fired me yet, so. All right, let's jump in. Let's just share. We got a little bit of time here. I want you. I want us to share a little bit. What are you guys finding? What are practical things to do and not do during this class? Anybody want to share? You guys have been so chatty. I love it. It's awesome. What do you got?
1: Any of these things, <laughs> because I mean, I think one of the things I noticed about the list is like, if you fail at one of these things, you're basically failing at others they're all connected, right yeah if you're proud you're not patient proud yeah. and vice versa with all of them so they're
0: yeah. all like you fail at one of them you fail at everything yeah well said right but then you'll people will be forgiving because you failed so then we're okay <laughs> so, yeah nice excellent thanks for sharing maybe someone who hasn't said something yet today although now i just put you on the spot which shows you didn't say something so maybe you could do that in like two times i don't know yeah what do you got
1: celebrate other successes, it's kind of hard for you to think of
0: them badly, so yeah. it just makes the overall culture better. Cheers, let's go. All right, right, let's. I like to create a no-put-down zone in my classrooms, but we don't want to just not do put-downs, we want to do what? Build up. Does anybody remember from the actual packet that little bit about honor and the gold? Like if I told you there were 23 bricks of gold buried in the grass out here, and there were 23 shovels. Anybody? Want to get a brick of gold? Yeah. So what? we all go out there and we're shoveling up and then someone comes up to me like, Dominguez, Dominguez, look at this bucket of dirt. I'd be like, that is wonderful, Illinois dirt. Let's, we can grow some corn, like that's great. But there's what? Gold. gold. We so easily find the dirt in people. And we even do this with God. Hey God, look, I found the dirt on them. He's like, I don't care about the dirt, I already washed it off. You're like, what are you doing? Find the what? Because I was doing this lesson with my kids with like actually the gold coin chocolate thingies. I like buried them in the yard. Inside of something, don't worry. You know, and then you know, we had those shovels and then we were doing the lesson, because yes, they have their dad as a teacher or whatever. But my sweet daughter Anna said, Well, Dad, just tell them to take out the L. And I'm like, did anybody get it? Take out the L. Find the what? The God. And I'm like, oh, you're a genius. What is up? Okay. I'm going to have to do it this way, and I'm going to go insane. So if I go insane, well, I already am insane. So if I go more insane, if I go more insane, now you know what? All right, but like find the God in each other. How cool is that, right? Let, everybody's got gold. If you don't think they have gold, then just keep digging. Not literally. <laughs> That's a metaphor. Right? But like, they've always find that. That's actually really fun, isn't it? And one of my favorite things is I see students walking around who think they're dirt. They think they have no gold. And then I get to like, hey, you're awesome at this. And they're like, how'd you know? I'm like, because you are. You know? Calling it out. It's great. So thank you for that. It creates a wonderful culture. Yeah, what do you got?
1: Well, we talk
0: about patience,
1: but like just kind of like what Tyson said, so not proud one, I like kind of put a star by because being humble and not, if you're prideful, then you won't be patient, you won't be kind, yeah. you will, will be envious, and you probably will, like, like, so being humble and not thinking you're
0: better than everyone else is extremely important, and having like a kingdom community at least, I think. It's huge. That's why... Satan has been the father of lies and the father of pride. Like those two, right? Take us all out. (laughs) And around here, we got some major ego competition going. Like our culture is really healthy in one sense because we want to pursue excellence, but it's really, really unhealthy when we use that excellence to feed our egos, right? Brutal. (laughs) So, yeah, cheers. Yeah. Yeah.
2: everything they, like, need, like, physically and emotionally to, like, be there for other people. And, like, at some points, yes, sometimes people do need you more. But, like, you have to, like, look after yourself as well. Like, it's not... Like, God isn't telling you, like, don't care about yourself. Like, don't look after yourself. Like, only look after others. Like, it's also important to, like, take care of yourself.
0: Yeah, cheers. Let's go. All right. That's actually, to be really vulnerable, that was probably, like, four years of my therapy. (laughs) It was, like, learning how to, like... I have to take care of myself because I was always taking care of everybody else, thinking I was being a good Christian. Which I guess that's part of it, but I f- was never taking care of me, right? Because I thought I was being. I was trained that that was selfish. I had to unlearn. Where's Yoda? Yoda. <laughs> Cheers. One or two more thoughts. Anybody? Yes, Ms. Fisker. Can we get an amen there? Right. I was one student who kept falling asleep in class, kept falling asleep in class, kept falling asleep in class. Wouldn't get their homework done. I did the normal teacher things. I'm loving and kind and patient. I'm finally like, dude, let's do lunch. Found out. Oh. oh I sometimes get really emotional with some of this stuff because I remember sitting in my room over there when he shared that his mom beats him, physically punches him to get his homework done. I have a hunch most of you don't have to deal with that. But I'm never gonna assume that none of you don't come from homes that aren't safe. Right here at WA, right? Or where have we come from? What have we gone through this? The past five months have been awesome for some of you, right, you get to play games with your family, and it's all awesome. And some of you it's been hell, <laughs> stuck in your house with your family, right? Like, Or maybe you've been, where have you been on your journeys? And who do you love that has died? And where have you been in regards to what the challenges that your family is facing or your loved ones are facing or that you are facing, right? Like we never want to assume where someone is just this day, this morning. But thank you for that. Our journeys are so complex and we're all on them, right? My, my quote in the thing was, are you helping someone on their journey or are you making it harder? <laughs> right? Let's at least try to help people on their journeys. So. Huge. Sweet. I feel like we're just going like, to go change the world. right? Which actually isn't that the whole point? <laughs> Catch him now. That's why Jesus, I, I wanted to be a teacher because I wanted to be like Jesus. So that worked out well. He's a really good teacher. Although my mom and dad cried when I told them that. (laughs) Anyway, I'm laughing. You don't have to. Um, I wasn't laughing then. Uh, But it was interesting to me that the more research I did, I found out that most of those disciples were teenagers. And I totally get it. After 20 years of this, I get why he picked teenagers. Right? Because I think you guys are at this place where like, wait a second. This is true, this is true, this is true. And I want this, and I've got the rest of my life to maybe actually do it. Sweet! Right? Cool. Our time is almost up. We have 15 more minutes before lunch. I'm hungry. You're probably hungry. Any other thoughts that you'd like to get out? Because otherwise I'm going to transition into something to kind of wrap up class. I think we hit it really well. Nice work, and I actually like ending with that one, Visker, on just where we are from our journeys. I love that we were encouraged during chapel. Let's have a conversation, right? Conversation instead of judgment and condemnation. That was so good. Go, Dad. Can I do? We are we okay with the dad reference or no? He's a pretty cool dude. Okay, um, I think it's really important for us I actually because of that concept first period one student said well for our community time community code can we block off five or ten minutes during one class period a week just to chat with each other and get to know each other I'm like yes would you guys be interested in that to get to know each other's stories I'm like part of me is like that's perfect for just the curriculum of Shakespeare especially during twelfth night We're all in a story. It starts with a shipwreck for crying out loud. She's on this journey and gets washed up on shore. Okay, so maybe we'll do that. Not maybe, we will. We'll do that. We'll get to know each other and get to know each other's stories and learn to listen and celebrate each other. All right. for this last bit of class I'm going to put out a song and I want it to be a prayerful time and a contemplative time. I want you to do what's on this, so keep the sheet out and uh, there is some space in this column. Maybe you already read it up here. I'll never ever forget the school in Colorado where I was going, I had a three a day training session with them and it was day one. And we got to this I'm like, love, right? And uh, I, I'm trying to teach the teachers to put this in their classroom for their students, right? and uh, we went through this and the whole next couple of days got hijacked because guess what all the teachers realized they weren't doing it with each other how in the world could they expect the students to do it right so i want to challenge you here with this right now this starts here it starts with me and I like backing out. I'm going to actually sit down probably during this and try not to be the guy up front. I want you to just go through this and write down next to these, God is. I want you to do that prayerfully. Don't do it yet. I want you to literally write those words next to each of these because the truth is, philosophy class especially, your perspective of God shapes everything right now as well. Some of you don't think that God is loving, that God is patient, that God is kind. How could he be kind when he let this happen to me? Or that God always protects when what happened in kindergarten and God didn't protect you? There's something where you're like, I don't believe that God is this. But if God is not love, then what is God? Who are we worshiping? God is love. So I want to challenge you As you write God is next to this, if something bubbles up, that's where I want you to go for the next couple weeks. Maybe figure out why do I have a hard time writing that God is not easily angered. Something's off there. You and the Holy Spirit can work on that and go find someone you trust to talk about it, but that'll be good homework. The next one is the homework for this class. You got to do it. If you really want to do it, use your first name, third person. Matthew is patient. Matthew is kind. Or do I am, I am, I am, I am next to all of those. And you know what? Some of will be like, yeah, I actually am yeah, pretty patient. Right? But if you get to one or two and something is a nudge, You may want to pursue that. Don't just blow off that nudge because I'm specifically going to pray that the Holy Spirit nudges us. And guess what? You can work on that. We're all going to work on that on our journey this semester. But whatever the Holy Spirit nudges you on, I'd love for you to consider because if you work on that and bring it to the class, the class will be even more rich and your life will be more rich and you will be more loving. So, everybody know what we're doing for the next few minutes. I do want this to be a prayerful meditative time. Okay, so if you just crank through it and you're not, you don't want to do this right now, I get it. We're sitting in a room. You know, we've been here all morning and we're hungry. So, I get that. There's a little bit of a risk. At the same time, it's been a long morning. We've had a huge conversation. I think it's okay to spend the last 10 minutes just quiet, meditative reflection. Okay? So, I'm going to put on some quiet songs. And you just get to chill. And please hold off on the phone. You got all lunch to do that if you need to. But just quiet. Please, at the very least, write God is and I am next to each of these. And to see what happens inside your heart and mind. Okay? Thoughts or questions on what we're doing? Cool. I may turn the lights off just so it gets even a little more relaxed in here. Is that fair? Okay, so let me set up the songs. I want to get the right the songs that I want to hear. (sighs) Jesus, meet us right now not just as a thought or a concept, but as the God of love. Show us where we can be more loving. Show us how to be more loving. And like we talked about for a whole half hour, fill us with your loving spirit so that we can be more loving.
3: There's nothing worth more that will ever come close. Nothing can compare. You're our living hope. Presence. I've tasted and seen all the sweetest of love where my heart becomes free and my shame is earned.
0: don't talk over the time. I'm just getting a really big nudge. I think some of us might be struggling. Like I just did it right there. I am. You're like, but I'm not loving. But this is part of why we're doing this. In heaven, will you be all of these things? Yes. And if you're in Christ, are you in Christ in the heavenlies with Christ? Yes. So technically, in Christ you are all these things right now in Christ and you will be all of this eventually but that's what we're praying for is that we can be that when here and now be who we really are yeah i just going to speak that over you I'm going to let it play but I got a nudge to share that because I know there's some dissonance there right but that's part of the point is that this is truly who you are who I am like I was like oh crud. Telling this out. They're like, no, 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 it's, it's who I am in Christ. I'm going to put on another song. Okay. Um, I don't mind if you duck out a little early. Just please don't be distracting to the other classes because then I get in trouble, not you. And <laughs> right? I'd like to be able to let us, go. if we've done it a little early, I'd like to be able to let us go early, especially stuff like lunch and all. Long day, long blocks. But thanks for a great class. I am, I'm so excited about, I mean, if you were wondering why we're trying to make masked school distanced work so we can do what we just did because what just happened can't happen on zoom it's just it's not going to like it did you guys were amazing you did a great job thanks for sharing and for good questions and for pushing through stuff and love it right and i'm really encouraged for this semester i know you guys will make a really great loving classroom all right so i'm going to put on this one more song as you head out and just be quiet until the bells are gonna ring in like three minutes. Just be quiet as you're heading down the hall. Okay? Take care. I don't know if the basket of lunches is out there. Is it out there? Huh? See you guys? That was amazing. <laughs> Holy, did that just happen? <laughs> right. Woo!